Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Taylor Wilde. Welcome back to Wild On Season 5, the podcast where you get the insider's view of the weird, wild world of wrestling and witchcraft on Wednesdays. Today's guest is a varsity cheerleader turned professional wrestler who then became a famous professional wrestling cheerleader turned wrestling witch. My girl. Which is exactly how our stars aligned, obviously. She is the only female member of the House of Black. She's a small town girl turned AEW superstar. Ladies and gentlemen, my sister witch, Julia Hart. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time out to do my podcast. Yeah, of course. Witches Unite? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it was what I call like divine timing. Meeting you in New York and your friends with Danny, who I was sitting next to. And yeah. I just thought we are in this weird, weird, amazing time where there's so many witch witches represented in professional yeah. wrestling. And I really wanted to reach out to you because I thought... People are always trying to break us apart. People are always trying to, instead of compare. unify women, yes, compare yeah. and make us, what, jealous? No, we're witches. We work together. <laughs> yeah. So you've had a really interesting career. And now, of course, you are an AEW superstar. You're a member of House of Black. How did your association with House of Black come together? So it all started when Malachi misted me in the face. Okay. And there's either two, there's two routes. Either it wasn't going to go anywhere or it was going to go somewhere. And I mm-hmm. like made sure it was going to go somewhere. So it all started with like the eye patch. It was like, what's going on with Julia? And then it was like, finally, when I took the whole turn, because the varsity blondes, like, the cheerleading gimmick was cute for me. Yep. It was it was a cute little moment. It was a good yeah. starter. <laughs> but I knew I always wanted to embrace something else and be something something else that wasn't just cheer because I was so over it. Like I was so over it. And Malachi is just like a brain of knowledge that I could have used in that moment too from like yes. so it was just I was like, I need more. And mm-hmm. this is definitely more. <laughs> so I was like and I'm learning so much and it's such a good turn for me. But yeah. It's funny because, you know, never judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. Aesthetically speaking, you looked perfect as yeah. the cheerleader. But it within did. minutes of talking to you, I was like, no, girl is all witch. I was so over cheer. <laughs> like I was just so over it. <laughs> How many years did you do cheer for? Six. Where did you cheer, should I say? Yes, and so I grew up in Minnesota, and I went yeah. to a high school called Bloomington Jefferson, and I cheered for my okay. high school. Competitive cheer, not like, we did football sideline too, but we yeah. also did like competitive and went to nationals and stuff, so. <sighs> okay, so as a Canadian, what I know about cheer is bring it on. <laughs> How aligned is bring it on to American cheer? Oh my gosh, not even, maybe back in the 2000s, but I mean, I was cheering from like years like 2014, 2015 to 2019, so it was like okay. a little bit of a 
we try to not make it like bring it on. I get a a good way to show cheer now is a cheer on Netflix as a documentary. Yes. That is like kind of what I went through is that. Okay. The way that one went. Not bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> bring it on not so much, but definitely cheer. Yeah. So it was more of an era thing. It's not that it wasn't like bring it on. It's just it's not 2002 anymore. Yes. What you're saying. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. Fair. I can live with that. <laughs> yeah. What was the worst injury you had as a cheerleader? Ooh, so I had two really bad ones. One was my shoulder. I tore my labrum and I battled that for a really long time because like it would pop out and pop back in. And in cheer, we don't have an off season, kind of like wrestling. There's no off season. So it's like, if you're out, like you're kind of screwed. So I didn't get surgery until like two years later of being torn. And I would just cheer with one arm. And I would like, oh my God. I would literally lift girls with one arm, do the whole routine with one arm because I was like, I don't want to be off. And then I finally got the surgery and then I quit my senior year. Long story. (laughs) But then in eighth grade, I got a really bad concussion. I was like at the top of the stunt and I was supposed to like switch my legs in the air and I totally missed. And the girls dropped me and I just landed on my head. And then... Four days later, I'm in the hospital, like, throwing up. And because I didn't, oh, I told myself, no. oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Because it was, like, our first competition that weekend, too. So I was like, oh, like, in my first year in varsity, I was like, I can't miss it. And then, you know, if it's your head, go take care of yourself. And I've learned that now. I was like, yeah. if it's my head, I, I have to be honest with myself and take care of yourself. Because concussions are not something to mess with. Well, that just shows the level of competitiveness that you mm-hmm. got dropped on your head from like not like, for greater than your height from yeah. multiple girls' heights. Yeah, and you're barfing and like that. I couldn't that even was walk. Only it was literally like the worst concussion. I was, and I'm like in eighth grade, so I'm just like a little girl. And I remember <sighs> to him in the hospital. <laughs> it's the day of the competition that I wake up and I'm throwing up. And my oh, coach. No. One of the cheer coaches calls my mom and goes, well, can she just come quick and do a two-minute – it's just a two-minute routine. Can she just come do it quick? As I'm in the hospital, like, throwing up, can't see. And then I'm like, mom, I got to go. And she's like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, I got to go. I got to go. I can do it two minutes. That's all it is. You know, I was, like, brainwashed in cheer. I was like, I can do it. But – Well, isn't that a big part of cheer, though? It's like like CrossFit, but – like yeah. everyone drinks the Kool-Aid. It's it's life. It's... It literally was my life. Literally nothing else. It was I didn't even care about school. I could cheer of with Of course. I will say it did teach me a lot of life lessons and gave me a lot of morals, which I'm very thankful for. Good. But I was also like, oh my gosh, it's like the only thing I cared about. Oh, and I imagine too, like your work integrity and mm-hmm. your ability to work through pain and like challenges, like nothing can probably get in your way. Like that was ingrained yeah. in your head at a very young age. Yeah, which is good because I'm a wrestler. And I just, <laughs> last week I literally had a match with Anna and yeah. I was like dying. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like pushing through in my head. So I'm, I'm glad yeah. I had that mentality since a young age. But you had the flu? or the- No, I got. Uh, I landed like on some chairs in our match oh. and it, they were facing the wrong way. So I landed on the hard side and it hurt so freaking bad. I couldn't even 
I could barely move. <laughs> I was oh, like, no. and you just powered through it. Yeah, I was like picturing myself with one arm in cheer, and I'm like, okay, I can do it. <laughs> I can. Do it. I just have to wrestle. Yeah. I have a whole body. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. You are one tough nut. That's like amazing, but at the same time, the mother head of me is like, girl. <laughs> Yeah, my mom. Was Look after yourself. It's like, what are you doing? You need to stop. I'm like, no. So, okay, we're gonna get back to your mom because your mom is a very important per- yes. person in this conversation. Yes. But how does Mama Heart feel about her girl going from cheer to wrestling? Like, she loves it. Does she? Oh my god! Yes, my parents are my <laughs> biggest supporters. They love Aww. wrestling. My mom never cared about wrestling until I got it. Okay. But now it's like. That's all she cares about. I'm like, oh my Aww. gosh, you don't have to care about it that much. But yeah, they both, my both my parents. That's really wrestling. cool. Yeah. Are you an only child? Do you have siblings? I have two sisters. I have an older sister and a younger sister. Ooh, you got that middle child syndrome. Yes. But we all have really big <laughs> age gaps. So I feel like we all are, we're our own only child for a second, which is kind of nice. <laughs> That's so, great. Yeah. What What's the age gap between? So my older sister, she's 29 and mm-hmm. I'm... 21 so we're eight years apart and then my little sister she's about to turn nine oh my god your parents are unicorns (laughs) well my younger sister is adopted so that that makes sense but still though yeah oh wow okay so your younger sister's adopted she's coming to this family with a professional wrestling older sister and what does your older sister do my older sister, right now she just works for an online book company with my mom. They both work for the same place. Well, my sister has a degree in criminal justice and she couldn't find out anything. She's so smart. She literally, Too if qualified. it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't have graduated high school. So <laughs> props to her. Really? Yeah. she's. Literally- okay, let's talk about this last year of high school where we were like all about bring it on. Then we were like, no, senior <laughs> year, we're not cheery anymore. What happened? So my shoulder was just Boys? <laughs> So my shoulder was so messed up that I you know, my cheer coaches didn't want me to get surgery. I wanted to do wrestling and I was just okay. it was just a lot yeah. I always I started wrestling when I was like sophomore year, mm-hmm. but I could never fully commit because I was always at cheer or school or work or whatever. And I was like, I really need to fully commit to wrestling and cheer was in the way. And I'd already done everything I wanted to do in cheer. I won nationals twice. I was captain. Like, what more? You can't really do anything with cheer after high school. So I was like, what more? That, yeah, fair. Wrestling is going to be my career. I need to move on. Mm. And it was like this weird thing about quitting. And, you know, it kind of was like, bring it on. I was like, I can't believe you're quitting. And I can't believe you're leaving. (laughs) And I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, not because I hate cheer, because... There's nothing for me anymore. So just yeah. a whole weird thing. Quit cheer. Finally start committing committing to wrestling. And then mm-hmm. COVID hits. <laughs> and I was great like, timing. Great timing. <laughs> <laughs> every time. It's like every time I was, was trying to give 100% to wrestling, like something would happen. And then COVID, you know, the end, end the world of it. Oh, we're talking. Yeah. The world is ending. <laughs> like, oh my gosh it, was- it wasn't just you girl it's okay we're all in it together yeah and I was like, <laughs> okay i guess i'm just gonna i worked at jamba juice so jamba juice was still open 
I'm like, oh, we love Jamba Juice. I'll just work at Jamba Juice and save all my money. Oh. That's what oh, I did God. all with COVID. But yeah, I mean, look where you landed, though. Yeah. So I am grateful for COVID in a way, just because it. Yeah. yeah, it did help too because. I was a senior. They're like, well, if you like your grades, you guys can graduate. I was like, woo, yeah. So we just ended. Really? Yeah, that's basically how it was. Well, that fucking is awesome. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and I had so many parking tickets due to, I think I had $300 worth of parking tickets, but they just Oops. let everybody go. They're just like, whatever. <laughs> Everybody's sick. Wow. Whatever. So. How heartbreaking was it, though, to not have, like, a senior prom? Honestly, I was so over school. Shit. For me, I was like, heck yeah. Yeah. I was. That's why we get along. <laughs> I hated You're like, school. like, I fucking care. Yeah. hated school. I was like, prom. I literally would always say, it was like, they don't ask for your GPA when you become a wrestler. <laughs> and then they oh, thank God. <laughs> Didn't, so. Thank God, none of us do. You take a bump. <laughs> what's, yeah, not what's your G? Who cares? Okay. Well, y you though, you are so young, mm -hmm. and and you literally went from cheer into you were training already for wrestling. COVID hits. You're just like hustling at Jamba Juice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> how did AEW come along? Like how that like what a transition. So there was nothing in Minnesota for wrestling. And then I saw, I think it was like an ad for the Nightmare Factory. It was like, apply now. And I was like, I'll just try it. I like wrote like a freaking essay. Oh my gosh. Love it. <laughs> I wrote like an essay, <laughs> sent it in. And then two weeks later, I think it was the day after my birthday. And I was so sad. I was like, oh, I probably didn't get in. It was like the day after my birthday, QT's wife texted me. She's like, hey, are you still interested? We'd love to have you. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And I was like, I remember I ran outside, my parents were outside, like, I'm moving to Georgia. And then they were like, yeah. And then literally a month later, I moved to Georgia and I started training. And then three months after the camp, Cody had asked me to come to AEW. And then the Varsity Blonde saw me and they're like, oh my God, she fits our gimmick. And then that was it. <laughs> I just... The dichotomy of characters yeah. is just so funny. Yeah. Because actually, it's like life imitating art. You went from cheer into wrestling, and then you started as a cheerleader, which you must have been like, for fuck's sake. You've got to be kidding yeah. me. To this much darker character. And what I was excited to learn is I wanted to know what your association with witchcraft was. Yeah. But it's actually Sweet Mama Heart <laughs> that yes. is a witch. Yes, my mom loves witchcraft. She's always been so fascinated by it. When did it start for her? Do you know? Like, was it like in her teenage years and her 30s? Like, I think definitely in her teenage years. Uh, her favorite movie is Hocus Pocus. So that doesn't say anything. She loves twitches too. Just any. She loves the phases of the moon. She always tells me when it's a full moon. I'm like, okay, thanks, mom. Love now this. I know I'm crazy. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> but, yeah. It it is true. I yes. will tell you, as a firefighter, when it's in like a full moon, I'm like, I should have. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be. Fire. It's gonna be crazy. Yes. Fuck. Same with like nurses, <laughs> police, EMS. We're all just like. Oh, God. Like, it makes us seem yeah. crazy, but honest to goodness, it does affect so 
so many people's behaviors yeah. and emergency services are yeah. dapped on a full, full moon. It's like, is it my period or is it the moon? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> or if you're really like, yeah. it's both. <laughs> uh, does your mom practice like tarot? Does she click crystals? Anything she like that? She doesn't do that. I, my older sister, she's really into tarot. I've walked in on her huh. like doing it and I was like, whoa, sorry. <laughs> But my older sister's always been into that, too, because my mom's always had, like, the cards. My mom just loved the cards that, like, the pictures were on. She always just thought they were so cool. Yeah. But, yeah, my sister's definitely into it. Anytime I would always have a problem, she's like, oh, do you want to do you want to see? I'm like, I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I was like, I was like 12. I'm like, I don't know. Okay, fair. <laughs> well, it's actually funny. That's when I bought my first Oracle deck was really? when I was 12. And I had, yeah. And I just, I was at a bookstore and I found it and I was like, I need this. I need to have this. And it, Probably very similar to your mom at that mm -hmm. point. I just, I liked the pictures and I would go through the book, but like I couldn't wrap my brain around yeah. it. And I'm sure there's a reason for that. Like they don't want to give a child powers of divination. Yeah. It's just, it's a little bit risky. Yeah. <laughs> You definitely know you're different. Like, I, if you probably asked your sister, she probably has known her yeah. whole life that this was something in her future. In her, it was her. Past. Yes, and how also Halloween is like. My mom is Halloween. She loves Halloween so much. <laughs> I yeah. love Halloween. <laughs> I love Halloween too. It's just so such a different. Yeah. It's just for the weirdos, you know. Well, it's the day that the veil is the thinnest between this world and their yeah. world, and with a bunch of the witches I practice mm -hmm. with. We always do a witch's night and we chant and we set intentions oh gosh, and things like that. Yes, it's if you're ever in Toronto, I'd love to have you. All witches unite. You live in Toronto? I didn't know you lived in Toronto. Yes. It's so a fly out of the... Oh, that's you know what? You have to go through customs and in, every week. Every time. <laughs> and you know, I, I don't even know different because when I was with TNA, uh, well, actually I should say, so I only moved to the States when I worked for WWE and that was mm -hmm. in 2007, 2008. And they flew me to McDonough, or moved me to McDonough, Georgia. Oh, that's then where we closed the that. school is. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it in the old Deep South uh, facility? I have no idea. What, it okay. It's in yeah. like the old gym. I hear McDonough's yeah. actually pretty up and coming. Like Jordan Grace and her husband live there. Yeah, it's popping. A lot of people are moving it's there. Probably affordable. That's why. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's still nice. Yeah, it is nice. When I lived there, and close to the airport, close to the airport, there was only a gas station, a Walmart, a Gold's Gym, and a bar. That's all. Like and houses, of course. But that's literally all that was in McDonough. It was. I, I oh, wow. coming from like a metropolitan city, even though it's Canada, I was like, I am not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> like <laughs> everyone knows everyone's name and everyone's business. Yeah. And it was like a real yeah. like I had been to Mexico at that point. I had been to South Africa, but I was like, shit, the South is different. The streets are real yeah. out here. Like this is not a joke. <laughs> Yeah, it does blow my mind, and you would know this from your years of travel. There's so many states and cities where people have literally never been 20 minutes outside of their city. It's crazy. Yeah, that's like my mom. She grew up in a town of 80 people, and half of them was her family. So, oh <laughs> so God. yeah, she, like my uncle, he, you know, has only been to the cities a handful of times. So it's like. <sighs> Yeah, some my mom had never been on an airplane until I think what was it, two thousand nine? 
That's and we went to Montana to go visit family. So I was like, yeah, it was. So you are real country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my dad grew up on a farm. He had horses, oh, wow. a bunch of dogs. And yeah. Both my parents grew up in super, super small towns. Yeah. So. And are they both from Minnesota? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I'm like the first family ever to really like go out of state. So it was kind of crazy. And you went to McDonough. (laughs) (laughs) It was just kind of crazy. I got up and moved. I didn't know anybody here. Not like a single soul. So (laughs) that must have been a lot. That must have been a lot for you and for your family, considering like not only had they not left, but they're from really small towns. Yes. And my mom thinks like me traveling every week is like so glamorous and like it's not <laughs> I hate tra- <laughs> I hate traveling. I, I know. I know. That's how I felt too when the first time I left. Mm-hmm. There is a little bit of glamour. Like it sucks and we're like, you know, you just like get yeah. on the plane and you're like, I'm fucking tired. But like yeah. <laughs> it now that I had stepped away for so long, now that I'm back, I'm like, this is pretty cool. Like, yeah, if we had more time to do a little bit of sightseeing, I bet we'd all appreciate it a little bit more. I think so, too. Yeah. But I feel like being home is like the luxury. I'm like, oh, my gosh, my own bed. <laughs> yeah, because hotels get real boring real quick. Yes, they do. I think and they I'm- don't even have refrigerators anymore. Really? Like yeah, little ones we stay at don't have refrigerators in the rooms, and I'm like, how are we supposed to keep our food cold? <laughs> I know. And yeah. after COVID, we're also over Uber Eats. We like want to get oh food that is yeah. like homemade, kind of ish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think what people don't realize is how much of a grind the schedule is. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you just have enough time. Well, I don't. Do you guys fly in the day before tapings or the day of? Or it depends. Um, it, de- it depends on the flights. Lately, I've been flying the day of, but most the night before. Yeah. So it's like, okay, let's just say hypothetically, you fly in the night before, you kind of unwind, you probably can't sleep, and then you get there in the morning, you get ready, and it's a long fucking day. Like, you're there at the end of the day for like 12, 14 hours, and it's a lot of like, yep. okay, go, 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 and I wait around for eight hours, and go, 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 and wait around for eight hours. Yeah. And then you yeah. do that for multiple days. You get the first flight out because you want to go home because you've been staring at yeah. cement walls for however long. Exactly. And then it's like, okay, there's nothing glamorous about that. Yeah, it's just you could have yeah. done that we, anywhere. We went to work. Yeah, we went to work. And I saw nothing, <laughs> but we're really thankful for it. But yes. yeah, I, I'm trying to be better at it this time of my career because I've – yeah, literally been fucking everywhere, and I'm like, I don't remember any of it. Like I do, but yeah. or like even like I still haven't seen. I've been in New York probably like ten times, never seen Times Square. Oh, that's like you need to do that, even if you go on your own. Yeah, I've. It's scary. No, girl. See the nice. You just okay. That's a good question, especially growing up where you grew up. (laughs) But okay, so you you just gotta have street smarts. Like I think traveling on your own is like the best way to grow up, the best way to have confidence Mm -hmm. and be like, I did this by myself. And you're going where lots of people are tourists. You just have to be smart. Like, don't have a big fucking Louis Vuitton bag over your, you know, like, just don't be like, rob me. Obviously, I don't know anything. (laughs) Please mug me. No, you should (laughs) definitely do it. Especially because everyone grabs Ubers now and 
try yeah, like that's true. as much downtime as you have and you are young you don't need to sleep that much i am old i need my sleep go and travel when you're out different places go see one thing i, I don't need to do that more usually it's just the gym if i that's the more. that's the worst do that when you're home <laughs> That's what I used to do. Uh, same as you. Yeah. Like, it's so dumb. Because when you're in your early, early 20s, mid 20s, like, yeah. you could fucking take a dump and you'll have abs. Like, let's be real here. Like, <laughs> the morning's the best. The morning's the best. <laughs> you, like, if you're on the road for four days, you don't need to work out those four days. Fucking rest. You're yeah. wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> That's honestly, I did exactly what you did. I traveled, yeah. I went to the gym, I napped. I never saw where I was. And the yeah. only reason I'm better at it now is because I have a young son and he comes on the road with me whenever it's mm -hmm. my weekend. So yeah. I have to, I want to show him. Like, I, I don't want to just show him the hotel and the venue, although he thinks that's great. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it is nice. It makes the travel different. I've had my mom with me, definitely. <gasps> I want to, one day I want to be able to just, get her plane tickets to whenever i flew oh. with my parents out last year at double or nothing to vegas because mm. they you know never been to vegas so they were like oh my god did they love it yeah they loved it and that was when i turned too that's oh. when i joined house of black too so that's exciting yeah. i think that's a really nice school even if it's not every taping obviously if you can take your mama like once a month yeah yeah take her to times yeah. square take her to like yeah. the big ones that would be so cool and she really wants to see wicked on oh <laughs> that would be the best new york trip and like yeah. the company's paying for the hotel so fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah it was like with vegas i was like oh i have extra bed like, yeah just that like yeah. that's 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 the priceless shit that like you can't get back I'm yeah. actually like looking at things I want to do in the world and I'm trying to get booked around them now because I'm smarter because I'm older. I'm like, I have never been to the Calgary Stampede. I'm 37 years old. <laughs> Granted, it takes me as long to fly to Calgary as it does to Vegas. So I'm like, well, I'll yeah. just go to Vegas. Um, <laughs> but it's it's those sort of things that you're like, well, you actually don't have to pay for a flight. Go get a booking. Like, go see yeah. some sites. I feel like I'm probably boring our listening audience. Like, let's talk about what Julian Hart and I want to do. <laughs> this is what we want to do. If you guys want to listen, sure. But we're just having a normal conversation. So. This is why I love my show. <laughs> because it's just, it's just normal. Yeah, It's, it's not weird. What's your dream opponent? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever creative rights for you. Fuck it. It's not your decision. <laughs> I know. Like, I just want to wrestle everybody. Yeah. That's my honest opinion. I don't know. Everybody. Like, what does it matter who I want to wrestle? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Whatever creative is going to make. Those are the hardest and weirdest questions and constant questions. It's like, yeah. Or I just can't wait for the day when someone actually like really digs in deep and like finds something weird about me that I didn't even remember. And I'm like, oh. Let's talk about your childhood trauma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for the next episode yes <laughs> okay but i do want to touch yeah. on your makeup lately i don't know who's doing it but i gypsy. fucking oh gypsy My it girl, looks gypsy. so good is that her just like going yeah. for it or i'll try to find stuff on instagram or pinterest and then i'm like here's inspo do whatever you want like the heart look 
we did last week. Yes. Stick to that shit because you're like doing this like new wave dark witch and I really love it. Like this is what I showed her. Ooh. Love yeah, it. this is what I showed her. Love it. And the white lashes. Ugh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she loved it. Her. Loved it. You need yeah. you and Gypsy only. Like it's so good. And that brimmed hat with the like beading. Little, Where was that? Where? Where? This is good. I loved it. So we're in San Francisco, I believe. And I showed uh, Brody, Malachi, and Buddy. I was like, hey, what do you think about this hat? And it was a hat just like that, but instead it went to the floor. Like the beads oh. went all the way down to the floor. And I'm like, I really like this hat. And they were like, cool. And then the <laughs> next day, Brody was like, hey, uh, I have a present for you. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, what is it? And it and then he found that hat. And I was like, oh my god. I was like, what the? Oh my we god. love Brody. <laughs> He's my stylist. So. Oh, that's so good. Uh, you know what? I actually I was wondering, do the guys help you? Oh yeah. Yes, they with your style. Actually, in my outfit last week, the bleached out bodysuit, Brody made it. Okay, I'm gonna call Brody because I saw that dress and I was like, "Ooh, I saw that on Instagram." I was gonna do a photo shoot, but never mind. Julia did it first. It's fine. <laughs> no, dude, I think the bleach look is cool. I feel like I haven't really seen anybody do it. No, it looks so it could good. Be a I'm new gonna... friend, and we start it. Ooh, ooh, I, I like where you're yeah. going with this. You do it. Be really do good. the bleach. Could... Yes, we could get together and do a photo shoot. That would be really cool. Yeah, I love photo shoots. Me too. Because then we can get real creative and weird with it. Yeah, mm. I love photo shoots. Giving me ideas. Okay. <laughs> Let's do my top 10 tailor-made questions. Okay, so the first one, I start off real dark. Okay. Have you ever thought about your funeral? And if so, what would be your funeral song? I have thought about this. Fuck yes, you have. That's so, how I know who my people are. <laughs> so so my favorite artist of all time is Michael Jackson. Ooh, good one. And... I wanted the song This Is It by Michael Jackson to be a part of my funeral. Even though it's like really sad. But I was like, I want people to be, you know, I want people to be sad at my funeral. So. Uh, uh. This Is It or literally any Michael Jackson song. I always say that if I die, I play Michael Jackson at my funeral. Any Michael Jackson song. Love yeah. this. And so as a cheerleader, it's just yep. segue. You know, it, it's, it's very like staccato movements. Would you fancy yourself like a good dancer though? Yeah, I like to think okay. I'm a good dancer. Okay. You're not like fucking busting this out on oh, the dance floor. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> My free time when I was younger, I definitely danced a lot. I did dance for like four years. Oh, okay. So before I okay. even did cheer. Perfect. But dancing, I've always loved to dance. Like Michael Jackson. When I was younger, my whole family, my whole family sit down at like Christmas or something. Okay, guys, you're going to watch me do the beat it dance. Oh, I love that. I used <laughs> to do that walk. all the time actually like that's how you know there's something wrong with us entertainers like we're the ones that are sitting our entire families down at christmas and like yes. watch this routine i came up with it is amazing and it's so <laughs> and they're like seeing it don't beat it <laughs> like i got in trouble in first grade for grabbing my crotch like michael jackson <laughs> just wanna giving you giving you all the backstory i got in trouble i had to go to the principal's office Okay, but context. Were you just like in class and just went for a full we were, gra uh, vag grab or? 
we were we were cleaning up and we were cleaning up the cleanup song. I was like, clean up. And I was like, going, clean up, clean up. Like, that's what was happening. And then a little boy, he hated me for some reason. He was oh. like, Julia's grabbing her crotch. And the teacher, you know, was like, oh my God. <laughs> and he's like, she's she comfortable. And then they sent us to the principal's office. And then the principal was like, okay, draw what happened. And the boy was like, you know, like laughing because I'm getting in trouble. And then they call my mom. And mom's like, Julia was dancing provocatively. And my mom's here <laughs> laughing. And she's like, no, she just loves Michael Jackson. She wasn't trying to make anybody uncomfortable. My mom was literally laughing. Like, what the heck? Well, it, you're in first grade. Like, yeah. I mean. I didn't know better. I was like, Michael Jackson's what Michael Jackson does. Yeah, that's like his move. It's not. Well, okay. There's more to that with like children and indecent touching. But like, okay. yeah, it was in first grade. <laughs> yeah, you were just you were doing you you were living your best first yeah. grade life. That's what yeah. was happening. And that little boy, you know, snitches get stitches. So yeah, we'll uh, see what he happened just to him. hated me. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. What is your zodiac sign? I'm a Scorpio. Mm, that's really interesting because. I could okay on first encounter I see the Scorpioness, but like I think as soon as you vibe your person you're like walls down. I think I, I think my son is Leo. Ah uh, yeah, then your moon probably your moon is Leo. I think my moon's a Scorpio too. Oh, your moon's a Scorpio. Yeah. So your rising is a Leo or yes. Ah, okay. Interesting. Ooh, so double Scorpio and Leo. I'm an Aquarius yeah. sun, double Leo, Leo moon, Leo rising. So we're actually, okay. this, this makes sense. Let me get yeah. this now. <laughs> <laughs> what is your secret supernatural power? Hmm. I was going to go all House of Black and say I can turn off the lights, but. Girl. <laughs> We don't all have this power, yeah, so actually, that's your secret. You can turn off the lights and teleport. <laughs> so <laughs> you win, you win. Mic drop. You have the best supernatural power. <laughs> turn off the lights. <laughs> do you believe in ghosts? And if so, do you have a ghost story? I do believe in ghosts. So when I was in the fourth grade, I was fascinated by Ouija boards. Uh oh. We went to Mall of America. My dad found one. And he's like, oh, honey, look, uh, a Ouija board. And I was like, oh my God, I want it. And I had like $20. And it was $16. <laughs> so I bought it. And then, not knowing any of the rules to an Ouija board, we, me and my friend went downstairs and we started just messing around with it. And then, after that day, I swear to God, our house has been haunted ever since. M my dog at the time, was scared of the stairs and he would sometimes get locked like in the bathtub at night it could be in the oh and he'd, like, no bark. and it was just so like he got in the bathtub and not couldn't get out of it it was really weird and that wow. dog literally was a demon so it yeah. <laughs> so so maybe it was the dog like maybe it like some spirit got attached to the dog yeah and i slept in the basement and it always sounded like people were were walking upstairs if they weren't it was just so but i kind of accepted it like it wasn't like i was really scared i was just like oh but you just knew yeah that's a thing with ouija boards i feel like it's the first question that people ask 
anyone associated with witchcraft do you fuck around with ouija boards and the answer is absolutely not yeah if you are a witch you know that you are not introducing or opening a portal into your home like that's crazy (laughs) but we do it as children we do it as children and that's when we're the most susceptible and that's actually like absolutely when you're going to say hello evil spirits please come into my home because i don't know any better and you're scared shitless and they also attach to that because yeah. same thing happened i was like 12 or 13 and i was or maybe younger nine or ten i don't know let's say younger and playing with a ouija board with a bunch of girlfriends and i don't know it was moving and we were getting all like excited and scared yeah. and all the lights in the whole house turned off like every single like it wasn't i don't know maybe her mother was fucking with us i don't think so <laughs> but if she was it was really funny but like i don't you never hear of anybody having like a positive experience with a ouija board they're never like oh i communicated with my granddad they're like fucking yeah the, sh- the house caught on fire it was really bad like <laughs> yeah i was always so fascinated by them when i was younger and i always and then and i remember when my friends would come over and like put it out to like try and scare them i was messed oh, <laughs> yeah i'm glad that no, no none of that in mcdonough none of that in georgia <laughs> <laughs> if you do sage every yeah. day please no. thank you <laughs> okay nip slip lip slip shart incontinence pee what has been in your most embarrassing moment in the ring <laughs> um probably when i wrestled at the nightmare factories like my first match and okay okay also the cheer gear would yes crazy camel toe so anytime like if someone pinned me you know you know how gross they can be lycra vagina yeah Mm -hmm. definitely the camel toe yeah (laughs) actually there's another one whenever it was just whatever the last pay-per-view was you know on tights how there's like a white part on the vagina part yes the like triangle yeah and it wore a bodysuit And you could kind of see the triangle, like, oh, like no one's going to see it. My legs aren't going to be open. Yeah. I took the yeah. V-trigger from Kenny, and my legs yeah. flailed. And there's, like, a split yep. second. Someone took a screenshot of it and goes, Julia's <sighs> on her period. I'm like, no, it was my tights. <laughs> it was my tights. I don't know. Okay, yeah. let's take the positive though. Someone literally went through the like screen, like went through a whole yeah. fucking series of the exact millisecond. Like it was like thank I you didn't for even being such a wonderful it. fan. Yeah, just a weirdo, and then being like, "Julie's on her period. She has a pad." I'm like, there's a full moon. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, so weird. Oh, you- People, I know. I'm sorry, yeah. but you obviously have a very good head on your shoulder about yeah. it. Like <laughs> yeah, you're like, young, okay. and you're just like. I thought it was funny. I literally okay. sent it to my mom. I was like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh, these people are so stupid. And I sent it because I remember I was talking about it with the girls in the locker room too. I was like, guys, is this bad? They're like, no, nobody's gonna really see it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. And I'm like, guys, everybody's don't. <laughs> it was kind of funny just because like I had the thought in my head, but like no one's gonna see it. And then be- don't worry we've all been there in some capacity and like think fucking whatever (laughs) at this point i swear to god if my vagina came out i'd just be like nah you're welcome whatever (laughs) out there (laughs) (laughs) i didn't have an only fan so hey you know you have to watch solidarity on tbs (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not my bodysuit. <laughs> Maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> okay. What's you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what's your professional wrestling pet peeve? Ooh. When people sell their mouth and their mouth wasn't a hit. Is that bad? <laughs> when people like, No, it's a good it's a great like one. I'm like Yeah. And they took a back bump. Yeah. I'm like, why You're like, did you bite your tongue? <laughs> <laughs> I always think like I'm so confused. <laughs> That's probably like my biggest bit piece. That's a good one. I, I feel that way, like if you take an insiguri mm-hmm. to the back of the head. And then they, you bump backwards. I know, like, sometimes it's just, like, you're thinking about the next thing, but you're like, dude. Yeah. Definitely the- How in gravity did you? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> exactly. my God. Oh. You got. That one. <laughs> they stepped on your toe and you're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that one What is your favorite band or artist? Well, I think Michael we Jackson. this. But it also, like, changes every week, too. Like, Michael Jackson is the number one, but it's like, you know, what's the current thing? And right now, I've been what's your to a lot what's of, your current? I've been listening to a lot of Paramore. Oh, Paramore! Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Paramore. I love yeah. Paramore. I got into that actually. Uh, got into the band a lot later. Like mm-hmm. I think it was too old for the first phase, and now I listen back and I was like, "This is this is some good shit." I I get what we're doing here. Or I'm like listening, like, wait, I already know this song. I'm like, oh my god, they did <laughs> yeah. a lot of stuff. They did do it. Their their back catalog is massive, considering yeah. like they're not the that whole old. Twilight. Mm. I'm like, oh gosh, I love all the Twilight songs. So good. Ask Madison Rain about Twilight. That girl was obsessed. Okay, well. <laughs> like, you remember, us bitches are old, so we were around when the stories first came out. Like, we were in the TNA locker room, like, trading. Yep. Actually, it was me, Awesome Kong, and Madison Rain. But Madison Rain, like, took it way too far. Like, I think yeah. she thought she was going to be a Cullen at one point. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just and bring it up her. to her and not even ask her. I'll just like say it. Like yeah. I already yeah. Just a yeah. or something. And tell her her head is too big for her body. Yeah. Okay. That's also a very important fact. <laughs> <laughs> I love her very much. We are she, long she's friends. so sweet. I love her too. Yeah. Her head is too big for her body. <laughs> <laughs> Name a movie that changed your life. Ooh. So this one was kind of recent. Kill Bill. Oh, that's yeah. a goodie. I think. What was it about it? Just like the badassery of. Yeah, just her confidence. I started mm. watching it as I was like turning into House of Black. And I was just watching it just. <sighs> and I was just like, oh my gosh, like that's who I want to be. Like that's how much of a badass I want to be. So I feel like mm. that really like gave me some confidence was that movie. Definitely. That's that's a good one. And that's a great character to base yeah. your House of Black character on. I love that for you. Yeah, now I just love Uma Thurman. And I'm just... Oh, <laughs> She's great. Oh, my gosh. She really amazing. is great. Yeah. Who is your most embarrassing crush of all time? Ooh, probably Drake Bell. Who's that? From Drake and Josh. Oh, I feel like this is like an old people thing. Okay. Drake. It was like a Nickelodeon Bell. show. And then, oh, yeah, that's definitely you've lost. And, me. and then it came out like <laughs> just a couple of years ago that he was like oh, texting cute. younger girls. And I was like, oh, that's oh, not you. Cute, I can't believe no. I had a crush on him mm-hmm. when I was like in kindergarten, but. That's not your fault. Yeah, that's probably an embarrassing one. It's not just your fault. I just saw photos. He's cute. That's fair. But. And I was like in kindergarten, sure. But. Yeah. Yeah. Where can our listeners find you on the interwebs? What are your socials? Just the Julia Hart on Instagram and Twitter. That's what the only social media I use. And then I am going to start a YouTube. Yay! I'm going to start a YouTube. 
You the Julia Hart. I literally just started it. Like I just filmed oh. something yesterday. So. Oh, amazing! So it's yeah. up and coming. Yes. Now I just said it's so not has to happen. <laughs> yes. Now it, you've manifested it. It's happening. Great. Yes. <laughs> okay. Last last one. Finish this lyric. <clears throat> Billie Jean is not my lover. She's just a girl. I got. I can't sing. <laughs> girl that I am. I can't sing. <laughs> Leave it to Michael. Leave it to Michael. <laughs> <laughs> the crotch. It's fine. <laughs> well, this was so, so fun. Truly. I hope you had a good time. I did. Yeah. I, like I didn't Second feel like it was like doing a podcast. Yeah. It was great. It's a really good excuse to hang out as well. Yes. <laughs> There is always room for more witches in the world of professional wrestling. And there's certainly always more room for witches on the Wild On podcast and YouTube channel. So don't forget to subscribe, hit that bell, and tune in every week when we get Wild On Wednesdays. And if you are an Impact Plus subscriber, you get access to the show a day early. That's right. Taylor Wild Tuesdays. I really do hope you're enjoying the content that we are bringing you weekly because we are growing. The podcast has been on fire and I know you all enjoyed last week's episode with Soraya because I did too. Not last week, excuse me, two weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Maybe you're just tuning in for the first time and you need to hit the back catalog because it is star studded with some of the biggest names in professional wrestling today. Speaking of which... I could not, would not be able to do this podcast without my badass punk rock girl band, The Wild On Team. My queen, my right-hand woman, Rochelle Duras, editor and producer, and our queen of marketing relations, public relations, things on the underwebs that I just literally don't know how to do, Madison Golshani. Thank you. I love you guys. And until next week, keep calm and wild on. Blessed be.